This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris what a great weekend here. I can't tell you. Literally, the, the weather was like, <clears throat> I don't know. I wouldn't call it perfect, but a lot of people would say it was perfect. It was nice and cool. Got down to about 40 at night. Uh, a buddy of mine, a few towns up, up in the other part of the county, said they had a little frost up there. A little early for frost. But I'll tell you what the highlight was for me. We were down here at this uh, this gym, I guess you would call it. I don't know. This place is massive. Certainly not like the gym that I used to to go to. They got all these different pools, but it's great. It's a family thing. Incredible, you know, saunas and hot tubs, and it's been good for me. I, I think I mentioned I've been trying to loosen up my hips and increase my flexibility, which has been fantastic for me, and it's been helping me do that. But the real highlight is that I go in uh, to the pool area. And do a little swimming with my daughter. Now, I don't get to do it all the time. My wife takes her in there. And my wife has the patience of a saint. And she'll spend the the time in there. But I like to go in when I can. Well, this weekend, I was able to uh, teach my daughter two things. One, to float on her back. And two, to do a handstand underwater, which is just kind of a fun thing. But it was really the floating on her back. And then she, seven years old, she swam the full length of the pool up and back without stopping. And I texted my son. Uh, it's very important to me that my children know how to swim. You might know that I had to be pulled out of a pool when I was 10 years old and resuscitated. And I didn't want my kids to have to go through that. Uh, but they both learned in very different ways. My son I had underwater at six months old. I've told this story before. Uh, my wife wouldn't let me do it with my daughter. Or didn't want me to. I shouldn't say didn't wouldn't let me. But bottom line is we didn't do it. And my daughter was way behind because my son, he knew how to hold his breath, you know, right out of the gate. My daughter had to learn that. Well, I'm happy to say that with a lot of lessons at this point, not a lot, but quite a few lessons, some help from myself, that um, my daughter is, I think, swimming as well at seven years old as my son was at seven years old. In some ways, I don't know, maybe even a little bit better. Her floating on her back, for one thing. But I'm so proud of this kid. I'll just tell you this. And I I know it's not political and it's not current events, but I never made any commitment that the show was going to be limited to that. As a matter of fact, with everything going on lately, I'm realizing I need to introduce some other topics. And today, this is it, my daughter, okay? But there's a big lesson that you can learn from from, uh, what, what she demonstrated this year. At the beginning of the summer, first of all, I think, I think at the encouragement of my wife, but certainly with my support, my daughter established a few goals. So, you know, six months ago, my daughter couldn't tie her shoes, couldn't swing by herself for some reason. I think she just liked having us push her. Uh, couldn't tie her shoes, couldn't swing, couldn't ride her bike, and couldn't swim. And those were her four goals to learn how to ride a bike, learn how to tie her shoes, swim, swing. And the first one that got notched off the list was riding her bike. She was up uh, visiting her cousins, and you know how this goes. 
Her cousin's about a year older. She sees her take off with no training wheels. Wow, and she wants to do it. It was the same thing with my son. Once you see what's possible, once you see somebody else do it, you say, oh. And then you do it, and you say, well, that wasn't so bad. Funny how that works out. Well, so she learned how to ride her bike. I wasn't there. Can you imagine? I missed it. But I was still proud of her. So she came home. She wanted to show me. And when she did, she was a little little wobbly. And I said to her, I said, listen, uh, you just want to make a little bit of progress each day. Every day this summer, you get a little better, a little better. By the end of the summer, you'll be great. And she made her own quote, quote out of that. And she said, a little progress each day and sing. You'll be soon you'll be singing hooray. A little progress each day and soon you'll be singing hooray. That, my friends, is like the key to living a worry-free, anxiety-free life of content is making a little bit of progress each day in, in the areas of your life that are important to you. And she learned that and demonstrated it and and took it even steps further, really. She went to uh, gymnastics camp. And she's doing flips on the bar, which I, I would not have said she was a gymnastic uh, acrobatic person. But she's doing it, pushing herself. And she knows she is. She talks about it. Uh, I don't know. I find it really encouraging. A lot more encouraging than all the old people that I hang around do. Nothing but complain and moan about it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> At least she's excited about something. So, moving on. Kids, uh, the Vanderbilt University Medical Center, Boston, right, is pausing gender trans, uh, transition surgeries on minors. Uh, I'm sure you heard this story. You know, well, let me just give you these top stories here, the, the, the four that I want to start with. There's this story about this Boston hospital now pausing transgender surgeries on minors. Then I saw this story. I don't know if this is making its go-arounds, but uh, a woman and her two children, well, a woman badly injured, two pit bulls uh, attacked and killed the two children. Horrific story. I'll give you my thoughts on that. What do you, I have a pit bull. Funny story about the pit bull. That's so funny. Uh, and then I want to talk about this story. The uh, DOJ indicts 11 Pro-life activists for blocking access to an abortion clinic. Now, let me give you a couple different ways of looking at this. On one hand, you say, well, why is it right for people to block access for people to get to work or get to where they want to go that they're legally allowed to go? Wow, the unions and the liberals have been doing it. Most recently, Black Lives Matter shutting down highways and freeways in some states, making laws against that, which I suppose is good. Why doesn't this same law apply? But how is it that a person who simply values human life, that they're going to go and protest, uh, peaceful protest, I thought we called this kind of thing, and now they're facing charges, federal charges. How are you supposed to defend yourself against the federal government of the United States for protesting at an abortion clinic, no less? If none of that gets your attention, castrating children... Uh, disfiguring children, finally put at least a pause to it. Two dogs kill the uh, kids. 11 uh, uh, pro-life activists uh, under federal charges. Now, Bucks County, Pennsylvania School District happens to be the next uh, school district over from me. 
ACLU has filed a federal complaint saying that they're not doing enough to welcome the LGBTQ community. It's not enough. It's not enough to, to uh, uh, um, what, what was the um, uh, don't ask, don't tell, right? Just, hey, we're, you know, we're going to allow everybody to do their thing. Let's just not talk about it. Just, you know, people keep your private things private, and, and we're not going to allow that uh, to prevent access and participation. That's out the window. Now, now you have to support it. You have to. Uh, by way of sacrificing your children to it. I'm just going to tell you, you know, I don't like to talk up like this on the podcast. These people that are pu- pushing this ideology of, of transgender surgeries of any kind, but particularly on minors, um, and then this idea that they're going to force kids to be in locker rooms and bathrooms with, with members of the opposite sex, is is evil. Pure, these people are evil, vile pigs, probably mentally ill. It's got to stop. When the hell are people going to wake up? I heard this. I didn't start off wanting to get this worked up about this. But, I, you know, this is you know, this uh, forcing this, this gay and, 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 and transgender down people's throats. I'm telling you. You can't just keep forcing people to do things they don't want to do. And everybody said, it's fine. You want to be gay, two consenting adults, the government shouldn't be in your bedroom. Agree, agree, agree. Don't mess with my kids. Don't mess with people's kids. What do you mean you're going to start talking to them? Well, if they want to talk about LGBTQ issues, we want a safe space to do that. Don't you talk to my kid about sex or orientation. Don't do it. Don't even open your filthy little mouth. I'm going to tell you what. At what point do people say enough is enough? You're going to start filling my child's heads with perverted little things, and you're going to say that I can't even participate, forcing the teachers to do it. Or that some other kid shows up, I feel like a girl today. I'm going to use the girl's bathroom. (laughs) Well, there's nothing we can do. I'll do something about it. The lunacy has to stop. So the and and by the way, the bulk of this came from uh, from what I understand that the school district, I guess, uh, because the parents were in an uproar up there. Uh, what it's really about is, is book banning. They're going to force them to bring back. Oh, you banned a gay book. That means you're anti-gay. You're not welcoming enough to gays and lesbians and transgender. And then they fly this. This new flag, you want to take a look at what that flag represents. That flag is nothing about, about homosexual rights or the rights of people who, 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 who uh, uh, are not heterosexual. That's not what that flag represents. It's a political party, a Bolshevik, very destructive ideology. I talked about it with the Putin speech. Putin's talking about it. Our enemies are using this to exploit us. And don't be fooled into thinking that that Putin is somehow pro-America. None of that came out in that speech. He's basically just saying, look, America's gone too far off the rails to be any kind of a leader in this world. How can you argue with that? Waving some little flag, people don't even know what it means. Where do these flags even come from, these nut jobs? 
the parents sitting, heterosexual parents with children sitting there waving a flag, LGBTQ. What what the hell does any parent have to do taking this up as a primary interest? It it it's freaky. You know, it's like the parents that they take their kids to these drag shows, but the minute you want to photograph, oh, no, I don't want them photographed. Oh, yeah, it's okay to have some dude dancing around, uh, bouncing his groin in your kid's face, dressed like a woman. Just because the guy dresses like a woman, you think that's okay. But then the minute somebody wants to film this lunacy, oh, no, that crosses the line. Crosses what line? It's exactly what all this garbage. You look at this article. I have the links, of course, in the show notes. If you have any interest in taking a deeper dive, the ACLU sued to force the school district to go along with federal guidelines. It's not even law. It's look at it. I have the. It's all there in the links. Go check it out. This rainbow-colored document from the from the White House. Thou shall support gay, lesbian, and transgender and be welcoming. It'll go read it. That you're going to force the teachers. That, that if some kid is going to come in and be like, I feel like a woman today. And I want you to call me Kristen. And I'm going to use the girl's bathroom. And to say that there's nothing you're going to do about it. What are they supposed to do? Go back and retrofit? Uh, the whole school with, with uh, you know, single bathrooms, no more, uh, you know, uh, a public bathroom set up. It's not a bad idea on a number of different fronts, but who's going to foot the bill for that? What, the schools have to usher in a new bathroom set up? How about the locker rooms? I talked about the story, was it down in Virginia or West Virginia? The girls' volleyball team, the girls on the team, these young girls had the audacity to complain that some dude was in the locker room. If it was the coach, you'd be arresting him. What if the coach says he identifies as a woman? Does it make it okay then? You're out of your flipping minds to agree with this garbage, and we're forcing it on the kids and wondering why they're so messed up in the head. You thought video games was a problem? It's the mentally ill parents that are the problem. Taking kids to drag shows and constantly feeding them with with gay, lesbian, transgender ideology. It's okay to be gay. It's okay to be... How many times do you say it? For the love of God. Man. Then these people uh, uh, blocking an abortion clinic, facing federal charges... ACLU using uh, federal guidelines for their lawsuit. It's exactly what Putin said. You know, the rules. Who's agreed to this? Where's the teachers' union? The teachers' union's part of the problem. What do you think the teachers are in such an uproar about? That you're going to force them. Bull! What do you think it means to live in a free country? If I want to say I don't like gay people, I don't want to be around gay people, that's my right to say that. What, are you you going to force gay people to be around me? (laughs) You know, I subscribe to the, do whatever (laughs) makes you happy, as long as it's not hurting anybody uh, uh, way of thinking. For adults, I don't know. You say, well, what's to say a child can't be gay? Yeah, it's a problem. I think that for children in school, all of that should be kept private and certainly out of the hands of the school, all of it. 
If you, uh, if the school overheard a, a child discussing or openly discussing some heterosexual act or some set heterosexual behavior, would you not put a stop to it? Of course they would. It's not appropriate for school. Man, I don't know. No, the, the justice, whatever happened to equal justice under the law? Right? If you're going to say, well, you have every right to be gay. I don't disagree. You have every right to be gay. A, a minor or adult, really. I mean, we're going to tell a 16-year-old boy, well, you're not allowed to be gay. That's not going to work. And it's not right anyway. You want to be gay, you want to be gay. But it's certainly not right to force other people to accept anything that they don't want to accept or be around. Whether it's race, or right? You don't want to ban people from access due to their race, but nobody said, what, you got to force people to be, to be in place they don't want to be or do things they don't want to do? No. You're going to force girls to have a boy in the locker room? Where does this lunacy end, this way of thinking? Totally bizarre. Now, if you walk into a battle, I have. I felt feminine today. I'm gender fluid. Look it up. I don't have to commit to just one. And today, it's girl. Let me size up the room. Yeah, pretty girls. I think today I'll use the girls' bathroom. Today I'm going to play with the girls' volleyball team. Nobody sees this as a problem. Putin sees it as a problem. Z sees it as a problem. Nobody's as gay as America, I guess. What's it getting us? Ramming it down the throats of the kids. Suing the schools. Hospitals running commercial ads about minors having their breasts removed, having their genitals removed, turning them into some kind of science experiment. Tell me where I'm wrong in all this. Oh, no. They're people, too. I don't doubt that they are. Why are we allowing this to happen? It's insanity. Let me talk about the dog thing a second. Move my way out out of it. Now you know why I took two days off last week. How are you supposed to sit here and talk about this? How are you supposed to sit here and have any kind of a, a rational conversation uh, about life in general, let alone the state of uh, things, with, with this is the headlines, the conversation, that you've got to worry about your school district being sued, peaceful protests, the January 6th peaceful protesters, many of them were well, they were trespassed. Oh, none of the Black Lives Matter Antifa trespassed, did they? There was no trespassing going on then. Remember when they broke into that private community, the people down in St. Louis? They were trespassing then. There was a big sign that was like, oh, no, you can't pull a gun on them. No, but if it's in front of an abortion clinic, they're, they're going to uh, uh, send the sick the feds on you. How are you supposed to have a conversation? Hospital, think it's a good idea to make commercials. Not enough that they're doing transgender surgeries on minors, but then they're going to make commercials about it. This is Izzy. Izzy was a boy, but now Izzy's a girl. Look, look how happy Izzy is as a girl. They'll never tell you the unhappy stories. And there's plenty of them, by the way. Nobody's even talking about that, the damage the psychological damage, the physical trauma, just the surgeries alone. Hey, Mom, I, you know what? I really identify as a one-armed kid. I want to get an arm removed. 
What? What is that crazy? I know it's crazy. Why is it crazy? Why is it any any crazier than your your son coming and, and saying he wants his genitalia removed? I want to have an arm removed so that I can identify as as poor and disadvantaged. I'm going to have a leg removed so that my white privilege is offset. Are they going to do that? What's to stop them? How's it any more lunacy than what they're doing now? Finally, they put a pause to it. Everything going on in the world, all the problems that we're having, all man-made, and this is more of it, people are acting like nuts on an institutional scale. I think something, maybe it's the PFAS in the water. Maybe PFAS is going to be to America what lead was to Rome. I don't know. It's the, it's the water that gets you every time. Let me talk about this uh, USA Today story here, this family down in Tennessee. Uh, really heart-wrenching. Uh, pretty young family. Uh, I don't know what's going on with the dad here. Uh, he's got a strange haircut. You know how I feel about that. Uh, something looks a little off kilter with this guy. Well, I'll give you my take on it. Uh, you know, very uh, happy young family, but this guy is not a masculine man. That's what I'm going to tell you. And I'm not being judgmental. It's very tragic. A little boy, a little girl, two family dogs attacked a baby and toddler outside of their West Tennessee home. The mauling took place at the family's Memphis area home on Tuesday. Kirsten Bernard, 30, suffered critical injuries when she tried to intervene in the attack of her five-month-old baby and two-year-old girl. She put her body on top of Lily's to try and protect her after the attack started. Two children were pronounced dead when officials arrived at the home. The mother was taken to a local hospital in critical condition. She's bit up horribly. So it was two pit bulls, all right? So here they are down in Tennessee, and they say, well, we had the dogs for eight years, never had any problems prior to that. Listen, I have a pit bull. I've owned a pit bull before. And the first thing you learn when you have a pit bull, and pit bulls aren't the only one. Our, our lab shepherd, Duke, uh, this dog will test the, the patience of a saint, let me tell you. Uh, and I'll tell you what I do with Duke on a regular basis. I grab him by the back of his neck, and I lift him up a little bit. Because if Duke isn't constantly reminded who's in charge, we have problems with Duke and people get hurt in the process. I don't hurt him lifting him up like that. It's not painful. But he lets the dog know that I'm not playing. I grab the pit bull like that too. And they and here's the other thing, especially if you're going to have pit bulls, but shepherds in, uh, included, but any dog really, any dog is capable of biting. The only difference with the pit bull is that once they lock their jaws down, they don't let go. It's very destructive. Uh, I've seen our pit bull do it on a groundhog and on the other dog. <laughs> um, it's funny because uh, she didn't kill the groundhog, interestingly enough. And when she did it to the little dog, she didn't break skin, which was really unbelievable. Uh, and I'll tell you, our dog, I really couldn't see. You know, they, they, there was a ton of people in the comments saying, these pit bulls, they're dangerous. They're just a snap. Um I do believe it's possible any dog can bite. You know, I've, I could tell you stories of little, you know, little Yorkies and, you know, whatever, and biting the faces of the, you know, you give them a little, give them a little kiss, and uh, and they bite them. But, uh, so any dog's capable of doing it. Dogs have different temperaments, and it certainly can depend on how they were raised. And I'm going to tell you that 
every dog I've ever owned has pushed it to the point where you have to establish dominance. And no disrespect, I feel god-awful for this family. I'm just telling you, a guy who looks like this probably shouldn't have pit bulls. And I'm not trying to be stereotypical. You know, he's got the skinny jeans on and the fluffy haircut and the very studious glasses. And he looks like he never did a push-up in his life. And that's fine. You know, he looks like a very happy family, and I'm happy for them. Just not somebody who should own pit bulls. I'm going to tell you, really any dog, but especially pit bulls, if you're going to own them, you got to be prepared to kill them at any time and do it with your bare hands. You better be prepared to stick your finger in the dog's eye socket and, and rip it right out. And it sounds barbaric, but I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to pit bull around the kid or around the anybody. It could be very, very dangerous if you don't know how to handle it. And I don't, you know, this poor mother, I mean, she looks like she's about five foot two. And stand a chance against the pit bull. When that dog locks down, good luck. Uh, when our pit bull got on the groundhog and I wanted her off, I had to beat her with a stick. When she got on the other dog, I was had her holding her up in the air by her the hair on her neck, by her scruff of her neck, punching her. And she finally let go of the dog. That's how the, the pit bull, when they lock down, how tough it can be to get them off. You could do other things, pull on their back legs. That can be effective. Um, but if you have to, you got to be prepared to go at their eyes. I've always just uh, thought best in the case of a dog to punch the dog. The dog's not really very well equipped to deal with a fist. You know, if you're, if you're ever in a street altercation, I know some people can't stomach this, but you got to know how to defend yourself. you got to know how to defend yourself against people and animals, and dogs are one of them. You ever walk in, in the street and a dog just attack you? What are you, what are you going to be nice and say, the dog would hurt the dog? <laughs> Though the dog's going to hurt you. Kick its head off. That's what you want to do. Kick that dog as hard. They, they know when you start kicking, the, the dog's going to sense that. You st- as soon as you run, the dog smells that fear. Dogs smell weakness. And I can guarantee you when, when, the, when the, the, the father of the family is weak, the dogs have no respect. I can guarantee you these dogs had no discipline. They probably never tested, probably not exercised enough. That's another big one, by the way. You're going to have dogs like this, and you got to run them. You know, Duke, for example, it's a daily chore. Run that dog. I don't mean taking it out for a little walk. I'm talking about you got to run that dog down. I, I can't just keep running him uh, until he, he literally he'll just he gives up. That's how tired we need to get Duke on a regular basis. He's that high strung. When you have dogs like that, that's the commitment that you make. I don't know. God bless the family. How do you recover from that? Both kids dead. Beautiful young wife. Mauled. How does she recover from her injuries? And Can you imagine you're waking up? She goes in the hospital in the ambulance in critical condition. And I read uh, she wo- she's awake now, and she understands what's going on. How do you even comprehend it? You just you, you you she probably you know whatever memory she has of the situation, and and then for the father too. I mean, what do you, what do you do? You, what do you go home and clean up? Oh, let me get this straightened up. Where the kids were killed by the dogs. How do you how do you handle something like that? 
I don't know. It's, you know, you think you go through your life, you look, you get angry, you get upset, you get depressed, you think things are bad, and take a look at the, what do you think this guy's dealing with right now? His dogs, no less, right? Well, you wake up and go to work the next day, and oh, yeah, that was a bad day. You know, well, look at the bright side. What bright side? There's no bright side. I don't know if you ever uh, checked out. I'm not using this as a plug, by the way. I give it away free. Uncommon advice for an extraordinary life. And I talk about this very phenomenon. People say you want to have a good attitude. How do you have a good attitude when the dogs just ate your kids? Explain to me how that works exactly. Well, God's in control. Shut up. Shut up. Nobody wants to hear it in that situation. Am I right? Nobody wants to hear anything positive, comforting. There's nothing you're going to say. All you do, if you so if you're trying, if you have somebody this happens to, what do you say? Nothing. You shut up. Let them do the talking. It doesn't get. It's not going to get better with time. They're going to look back on that day with with, with horror. Every single day, they'll be thinking about this day that this happened. Every single day for the rest of their lives, they will remember this. Multiple times a day, it will haunt them. Unbelievable, right? Crazy. Ah, but I talk about this phenomena. You can't always have a good attitude. you got to have the right attitude. And that's why I say to you so often, and, and sometimes all you can do is, is do the best you can. And, and even if it doesn't seem to be making a difference, it will. Right? A little progress each day. Soon you'll be singing hooray. you got to just keep working a little bit each day. Anyway, what a shame. Kids uh, getting getting torn up by the dogs. Crazy economic news last week that, that's not even being talked about. In my opinion, adds a lot of credibility to my theory that the real issue going on right now is a, is a currency crisis. Big talk about uh, Credit Suisse uh, uh, defaults. Let me see if there's any update. Credit Suisse. Um, let me see if there's any updates. Bankers who want to quit face a clawback problem. No, uh, Credit Suisse offers to buy 3 billion Swiss francs of its own debt. This is a little balance sheet uh, um, shuffle. I don't know how that's allowed. Credit Suisse puts Zurich Hotel up for sale in urgent liquidity dash. Twitter Exxon Credit Suisse stocks at the find the week. Anyway, uh, Credit Suisse stock surges in slow rebound amid restructuring bond buybacks. Anyway, uh, the story was that uh, you know this was going to be like a Lehman default. The bank in big trouble. I think the other banks are as well. Well, with interest rates rising and they can't keep making loans, they're not making money. I mean, this is the other part of this story, that the banks themselves, they're not making money. Uh, Meanwhile, OPEC plans a historic cut in oil production, all while Biden has pretty much run down the strategic oil reserve. Meanwhile, and now this lacks congruency. This is where things get out of kilter. This is why things are crazy. Meanwhile, the Federal Reserve set a record tax collection set through August. I think I had reported on this before. 
U.S. national debt tops $31 trillion for the first time. Treasury's liquidity problem exposing Fed to the biggest nightmare. Let me tell you what's going on there. Nobody wants to buy it. Nobody wants to buy the Treasuries. You got debt topping out, but at the same time, tax revenues rolling in. This is why Biden says, what, what, what recession? What recession? It can't be a recession if we're taxing people and they're paying it. If taxes are up, how can there be a recession? That's Biden's way of looking at it. You say, what do you mean the GDP's down? GDP's down, but tax collections are up, debts up. This whole cockamamie pyramid scheme, uh, I have to believe, really is is very much on its way down. I don't think I'm the only one that thinks that. But who really knows? I mean, the, the system's ability to, to um, you know, buy its way out of trouble is unreal, really. You've got $31 trillion in debt, some $90,000 for every man, woman, and child in the country. Think about that. Talk about lunacy. You think it's maniacal to, to, to remove your genitals. How maniacal to just keep borrowing money and borrowing money? Record amount of revenue brought in, and they're still borrowing more money. How do you explain that? What kind of what kind of system is this? How does it end in anything but default? And they have to keep doing the, the, these uh, fantastic, crazy stunts to prop this thing up, whether it's a war or a pandemic or a new gender, whatever it takes, whatever it takes to keep it keep it afloat. Whatever it takes, whatever required. I heard Bill Gates talking about the required investment. Yeah, he wasn't. They want a required investment in everything and anything. Why? Because they got to spend, spend, spend. It's like, and and I I think that the Fed communicates with Congress and tells them they know we need we need to put another trillion out. We need another trillion. Oh, how about infrastructure bill? Where'd that money go? Where's the infrastructure? Nobody knows. Maybe maybe they'll send it over to Russia to help rebuild the bridge. They can send it over to uh, Ukraine. I saw Russia uh, did some missile strikes on some cities inside Ukraine. They want to they want to pretend that Ukraine is just marching back in and taking over the, this Russian area, like Russia can't defend themselves. Meanwhile, Russia just you know slaughtered. A few cities in Ukraine, and they, they reported completely different. Russia's back against the wall. Nothing Putin can do. I think Putin's showing incredible restraint. Anyway, getting off point. Uh, the point is this. The economy doesn't look good, to say the least. Doesn't look good. Massive default. I don't know. Who knows? We may never know. They just kick the can down the road for. I think that the... Uh, the default comes, though, as the rest of the world lose confidence, loses confidence. And I don't think people like what they're seeing on any front. Um, this is a report by Politi- Political Examiner breaking Christopher Ray implicated in cover-up. Um, according to the FBI whistleblowers, Chris Ray personally removed concerns by rank-and-file members that the agency had become too politicized. FBI agents made this complaint to the Senate Judiciary Committee. Christopher Wray allegedly removed concerns raised by rank-and-file agents from last year's final report. Interesting, right? Covering up 
what some of the people inside the FBI were saying. Kanye West says that Black Li- uh, Obama is Black Lives Matter office manager. He couldn't say it more clearly. I've talked about this. Black Lives Matter, uh, what is it, uh, uh, OEM? I forget now. Obama's uh, little organization. Kanye West is 100% right on this. Obama created Black Lives Matter or encouraged its creation or encouraged its use, one of the three, maybe more than one, and helped them rip off tens of millions of dollars from American people. No accountability at all. PayPal, did you hear this story, was going to take money out of people's accounts who promote misinformation? Uh, Yeah, so PayPal came out with this new rule, not a law, just a rule that they were going to put into effect that they could take money out of accounts of anybody who they deemed was spreading misinformation. Um, Well, first of all, the uh, anti-Semitic crowd pounced because I guess the, the PayPal CEO is Jewish. They point this to another liberal Jew who's, uh, you know, clamping down on anything conservative or not uh, globalist. Um, But then, uh, as quickly as this story came out, PayPal came out and said they weren't going to do it. PayPal said, no, we're not going to do that. I don't know how it would be legal that they would. I don't know. Uh, Here we go. I was talking about the PFOS, study links... Uh, in utero forever chemical exposure to low sperm count and mobility. So uh, the forever chemical that they're talking about is PFOS. And I forget what PFOS stands for. It's near and dear here uh, because some of the water systems in our in our direct area here have been affected by this PFOS because of the Willow Grove Air Station. They say that the firefighting chemicals that were used there for years have contaminated the water supply with this PFOS. And I kind of always thought that it was a little bit um, trumped up, if you will, in terms of um, uh, it would be very low measured amounts. I mean, like, you know, one part per trillion. And and it really would get especially uh, young mothers upset that this stuff was in the water at all. It causes cancer and it shouldn't be there at all. And... Uh, we have our own private well, and we don't have any issue with this, thankfully. But uh, anyway, now they're saying it could be a low sperm count. Uh, and maybe it's causing other problems as well. How do we know? I don't know. Have you heard this story about the Chinese police stations in Canada and also in New York? And I made a joke, I think, to our buddy Dan in the email. I said, what is the definition of a police station? But really, I mean, I don't think that these are Chinese police dressed up in the blue uniform with badges and so forth. I think it was more like an office where they're just doing a lot of spying. Uh, you should check this out, the cloud pivot strategy. Maybe we'll talk about it more. Um, uh, the strategy uh, is focused on forcing the Democratic Party. Uh, the ultimate objective of this strategy is to wipe out poverty by establishing guaranteed annual income. It's needed to prop up the, uh, the currency. We'll talk about that maybe another time. Obama was behind all that. I also have here from the Jewish Post, there was a a, um, a statue of Hercules that was uncovered. And you know what I find fascinating about this? All those years ago, they had this statue of Hercules. And lo and behold, Hercules has uh, six-pack abs. 
And I've thought about this before. I was actually always looking for a photograph like this. You can go check it out. How would people have known what that would look like? And he was very muscular. You know, he wasn't doing steroids. He didn't have access to a lot of the things that we have today. How is that possible? Green vegetables. That's how. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. See you there.